0: Welcome once again to the Ebone Zone, as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 306th time on this Friday, October 14th, 2022. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, False Texas, Slithering Danger. Is how you know things are different in California. There was a lawsuit recently that I never expected to see on the books. Texas Pete is a really popular hot sauce, and it's one of my favorites. Note how I said one. I'm a Frank's guy myself. It's got a great balance of flavor and heat, and it's made right here in North Carolina. But there is one problem, though. Not everybody knows that. That's where this class action lawsuit comes in. One man in California is suing Texas Pete for, and no, I'm not joking, false advertising because the sauce isn't made in Texas. This must have blew his mind in an extra special way because the complaint he filed was with federal court. He says that Texas Pete's brand is deceptive because of the Texas cowboy logo, the name and the Lone Star image. I mean, yeah, I can see how you'd be confused if you'd never flip the bottle around and look at the back where it clearly says, Made in Winston-Salem, but I didn't think you'd take it that far. Also, another thing, you know cowboys aren't all Texan, right? That's like saying all radio DJs change their voices drastically when they get behind a microphone. Yeah, some of us do, but... Not all. Also, if you're working as a rancher or farmer, you're not going to see someone come to your house like they're taking a census and ask you, Excuse me, I was driving by and I noticed you have a pretty sizable ranch here. Are you from Texas? No, I'm actually from Maine. I just moved here because there's more farmland. Most in the U.S. Then the guy that came to take the survey gets all upset and starts pulling up fence posts and knocking over barrels and then comes to the cattle gates and starts shooing them out of the pasture. Go cows, be free, get out while you can. This man's a liar. The guy that filed the complaint says that he paid $3 for the bottle, but if he had known it wasn't from Texas, he would have either not bought it or paid significantly less for it. Okay, two things here. A, I doubt people will let you pay less for something because it's not from where you think it is. And B, it's a $3 bottle of hot sauce, my man. It's not that big a deal. And if you thought that was the craziest thing I was going to tell you about this, well, we're not done yet. Hang on. This guy also said he wants the court to force T.W. Garner, the maker of the sauce, to change the name of its branding. Like I said, it's a $3 bottle of hot sauce, dude. You're overthinking it. Nobody else cares that much. Most of us just see a good bottle of hot sauce. So calm down. Take a deep breath and maybe try a different hot sauce if this one is such a bother to you. You know, I don't think that idea would be too off the wall to at least consider. That's what I'd do if I were in his shoes. This week, I would like to continue a tradition that I hold very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of Romans. Romans chapter 10, verse 10 says, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. This verse speaks about salvation, the salvation only found in Jesus Christ. It says here, for with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. So if you believe in your heart, there has to be a full understanding that Jesus is Lord and you have to fully submit to him in all your ways. You've got to lay down your cares at his feet and say, God, It's not mine anymore. My life is not mine. My life is yours. You gave it to me. I'm committing it back to you. Everything I do is yours. Every word I say is yours. Every move I make is yours. You believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord. And then, with the mouth, confession is made. If you just believe in Jesus, there's a lot of people that believe in Jesus, but there's few that confess him. If you want to be saved, it has to be both. If you believe in Jesus and then you confess him, he'll come into your life and he will make you a new creature. Confession is part of that salvation. You need to confess him, you need to say, Lord, My life is yours. And the verse before this, Romans 10 9, I think explains it very well that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And then we go into verse 10. Paul here lays it all out the plan for salvation. And here it is again, you've got to do something with your mouth and you've got to do something with your heart. You have to believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus, his son, from the dead and confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. And he'll come into your heart and he'll make you a new creation. It's as simple as that. All the old things are passed away and Jesus has made you new. Friends, if you don't know Jesus today, All you have to do is believe sincerely that God has raised him from the dead and then ask that risen Savior to change your life. Sometimes the Internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well, not so much. And that's why I've taken it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter to see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is boring but useful superpowers. The first response is being able to turn pages in a book without licking your fingers. Okay, that's cool and all, but when you can do it without getting a paper cut, then you'll have something going for you. The next response reads being able to stop the meter on the exact amount of gas you need when filling up your car. That would be convenient. You know, I usually have to pump the trigger until it gets to either an even number or a zero at the end of the price before I feel good about stopping and going on. But now that I'm thinking about it, it would be kind of cool to do that without thinking about it. And I realize the weirdness of that statement, thinking about not thinking about something. The next boring but useful superpower is knowing all the words to REM's end of the world as we know it. I know some superpowers have their weaknesses. Superman's allergic to kryptonite, Spider-Man needs high buildings to swing from, and if Batman didn't have millions of dollars, he'd be just some random dude who's angry at the crime happening in Gotham. But this one, I bet if you had this power, you'd feel fine. And the last boring but useful superpower is handwriting things clearly at 500 words a minute. Now that would be really cool. I can write pretty fast, but here's the problem. Sometimes my brain gets ahead of my hands. And my question is, would this still happen if you had that power? I think that'd be the only issue. If not, I'm all for it. Sign me up. I'll ask you this now and save you some trouble. Do you have a fear of snakes? If you do, this might not be something you enjoy thinking about. A man was arrested at the Canadian border just past New York for, of all things, smuggling snakes. That's bad enough, but get this. He smuggled them in his pants. Okay, before we get too deep into this, you couldn't pay me enough money to even get close to one of those without glass between us. And even then, it's a stretch, but I would for sure not keep one in my pants. That's absolutely off the table. Here's even more incentive not to do stuff like that. A fine of up to $250,000 and 20 years prison time. Oh my goodness, it just keeps getting worse. I view it as a no-win situation because... Take a second with me, if you will, to factor everything in. A, you'd have a hard time catching the snake anyway, and if you did, he's probably mad. B, let's say that's the case. So you've caught a snake, and he's none too happy about being picked up by some guy wearing a hoodie with swim trunks and flip flops in the middle of the woods. And now let's add C, the first place you decide to put him in is your pants. I think we all know why that's a bad idea. I can't mention it on a podcast, but I think we're all aware. So now what do you do? You've caught the snake, he's not happy, and it could potentially be bad for your health. I think this is the reason that don't try this at home labels exist. What I'm trying to say here is just because you saw it work for Steve on Crocodile Hunter doesn't mean it will for you. Stay safe and please don't play around with snakes because they won't play around with you. I know that much. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Egon Zone on Facebook and official EBZ on Twitter. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week my friend, God bless you. Stay humble and remember, keep an ear